Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back here at the big show. Glenn Ordway, Michael Holly, still to come. We'll give away a pair of tickets to an upcoming Celtics game. Plus, of course, at 540, we got the Wiener Wine Line. Right now, it's our first installment with the president of basketball operations of the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge. It's all brought to you by Town Fair Tire. What season is this for you now in uh, in this position, Danny? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> just the just they just 30 something in the nba just, how many 30 something wow 30 something in the nba 30, 31 i guess wow in the NBA, 1981. and uh and a couple more in professional sports because you started with yeah. uh, with toronto are, wow. are you are you hiding in a closet right now yeah, what is it what your, is the sound we're getting your phone connection phone? <laughs> no uh, no i'm just in my car Oh, in your car, okay. Thought maybe you were on your trade phone. You know, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, something like that. Well, let's start with with Ray Allen because well, let's get it out of the way and then we can uh, we can kind of uh, move on. Are you surprised? That would be nice. Are, are you are you surprised at the the hoopla that people have taken out of that first game? The game was already underway, and Ray went over to say hello to a to a few people on your on your staff. And then KG doesn't react, and everybody is talking about this. Are you are you surprised at the way it's playing out? No, I, I actually had probably the same reaction that uh, that Ray had. Oh, like that's KG. KG, that's who he is, and it's uh, somewhat refreshing, actually. I, I I just guys. Hey guys, we, can we can we call Danny back because we're really having trouble? Danny, we're gonna we put you on hold and see yeah. if we can. All right, we we'll put I put him on hold. Uh, we're going to try to see if we can get uh, yeah, Danny it's back. Just, it's, it's a bad connection. It, it's a terrible connection. I couldn't hear the answer. I couldn't either. I couldn't either. I was, no. uh, was trying to, but um, just one of those things we got to work out. All right, we'll try calling him back, see if we yeah. can get a, uh, a better line with uh, with Danny. Make sure he's not on the speakerphone either. That uh, may be part of the uh, problem, and then we'll get into the whole Ray Allen thing. It's amazing. It was all over television again last night. ESPN is, is playing. I mean, it, it – it's unusual because a player in the middle of a game is going down there, but it's an unusual situation where a guy won a championship with a, with a team, and then you get this visual in the middle of the game, and uh, it, it it was pretty amazing the way the whole thing um, the way the whole thing played out. We're gonna try calling Danny again and see if we can get him on. What's the matter? We can't. <laughs> I put him on hold. You didn't take it at all. All right, come on in here. I'll give you his number here. Hold on. This is good stuff here. Yeah, this is good radio. This is great. Just don't get that, uh, you know, most places. You want his number? You can have his number. Do you have his number? No, I don't have his number. 
Thought you had it. Yep. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Back and forth. Uh, Did I tell you the Patriots made a trade today? Oh, they made a trade. Yeah, they made a trade today. They made a, uh, a deal. We still don't know who they gave up. Well, I don't know if they. Well, you know what, Glenn? I, I'd, I'd be surprised if they gave up a player. Wouldn't you be surprised if they gave up somebody? I, I would think it would be just compensation with with Tampa. Some type of, uh, you know, some type of draft pick. I don't. He's only uh, Akeem Talib is only under contract till the end of this season. Okay, he's only under contract till the end of this season. Right. And by the way, we did uh, find out that it's the number of games you miss, not the number of weeks. So that since this is a bye week, he will not be uh, eligible to play in the Buffalo game. It is four games, not four weeks. And that okay. would be four weeks and not four games. Uh, let's try it all over again with Danny and see if we uh, get a better line. Danny, can you hear us now? Hey, you guys can't just like go away and then start talking football. <laughs> well, we 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 were, we were. This is what you call padding, as we're waiting to reconnect with you. But this is a much better sounding line. It was well. Oh, worth this it. is great. This was worth it. This Man. is well done. Because I couldn't understand right. a damn word you said. By the way, it would be a nice way to do interviews if you don't want the media to know anything. Do it on that other phone that we were just on. Then nobody would have any idea what you're saying. Well, I'd, get, I'd come to the studio, but I'm getting a little sick of you guys, seeing you guys too much. Sick of it? Uh, it's I'm week sure. It's Hold on. It's week <laughs> one. Right. Come on. Yeah. No, you got How do you feel about the All-Star break? I saw you at the dinner the other night. All right. So, you know, big deal. You so, know, so Get Greg, used to us. You, We're you, not going anywhere. You gave some You gave some answer on Ray Allen, and we didn't hear. We heard wah, 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 wah. So, what did uh, you well, we Well, that's good. I don't want to go back. That's old news. Ray Allen, Ray, I, I thought it was refreshing, actually, how KG responded. It's different than everybody else, and it's KG. And I think Ray was not offended by it, so why should anybody else? Is it something that you saw uh, quite often when you played, and, and the reason there's so much reaction to it is because it's not normal uh, in, in the 21st century to see guys who are, who are, who are that uh, protective, that territorial, that align with their with the us versus them mentality yeah i think that it's i think that uh you know ray obviously had motives to come over and say hi to the to the team and and you know i just don't think kg was interested in in any of that and and kg is a guy that's focused on the game and nobody knows that better than ray yeah but it happened during the game i mean it was right. a stoppage in play in the first quarter there's one thing about going out in the court beforehand and saying hello to somebody and there's another thing you're there for a couple days maybe talking you know off the air i obviously there's there's some animosity here doc uh, this morning said that he hasn't spoken to ray since ray left which i think is quite interesting have you i've tried to reach out to ray yeah Um, and what's that what's been the reaction he hasn't ray doesn't have the same number and so i didn't even realize that until recently but he hadn't responded. I thought he just wasn't responding. So you're you were reaching out to some guy in Tacoma, <laughs> thinking it was <laughs> thinking it was Ray I actually, Allen. Actually, I actually wondered about that, so I was a little careful. Uh, what what did you what was your what was your big takeaway from the game on Tuesday? You know, I just I did not think we we played well. I didn't think we were very aggressive, um, offensively or defensively. Offensively, I felt like we were trying to take shortcuts. And defensively, I just didn't feel like we were aggressively throughout the course of the game. Uh, we didn't attack them. We we were reacting to what they were doing. And, and 
you know, I, 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 I really like our team. I think our team's going to be good, but it just I didn't think we played very well. Talk about this whole offseason because you look at the, the names here, Jason Terry and Courtney Lee, and you got Barbosa here recently. And, of course, we know about the draft pick and, and Sullinger and, uh, and Darko Milicic. You're trying to build like San Antonio. Is it a, a matter of you look at what San Antonio was able to do with a couple of veteran players down there and be able to distribute minutes amongst talented players who could win a lot of games during the regular season? Is that, is that the, the blueprint here? I don't think there's a blueprint, Grant. We're trying to get the best players every summer. And sometimes you get some good fortune, and there's 30 teams out there trying to get good players, especially when you have limited resources. Uh, we decided to bring KG back and, and re-sign Brandon and Jeff. Um, you know, we had limited resources at that point, and we were able to get Jason Terry and then Courtney Lee, and those were great gifts for us um, with what we had to go get. And then, and then I think... Um, you know, then it started coming. We were a team that was one of the most attractive teams for some of the players that were left at minimum that we thought were good deals, like Chris Wilcox and and Darko and uh, Barbosa. There at the end, we were we talked with Barbosa at the very beginning of the summer. Um, we we had interest in him all summer, but he didn't find the marketplace that he wanted out there, and we were very fortunate that we he was still around late. See, I was going to give you a lot of credit for having a terrific offseason, but according to you, you just got lucky and you were unlucky in past years, right? Well, you know, I'm saying that it's, it's you know, sometimes you got to, I think the reason why we, we had a good offseason was because we were a team that there was an opportunity for guys to play. I think that Courtney saw an opportunity once Ray decided to leave, and Barbosa believes in himself as a player and feels like there's an opportunity there. And, uh, you know, Darko saw our um, you know, Greg Steensma go away and saw that we, you know, Ryan Hollins wasn't coming back and um, sees an opportunity to play on a, on a good team. And guys want to win and they want to play in a good team. Uh, we have a good coach that players want to come play for. And players like Kevin Garnett, we talked about earlier, um, uh, guys, guys like playing with, with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and, and Rajon Rondo. I want to switch gears and ask you about uh, the commissioner. And he's announced that he's going to be retiring in February 2014. Does that affect? Does that affect you at all? Does that affect the way you deal with the league office? Uh, do you suddenly start talking to Silver more than you've talked to Stern? Does it? it does it affect you in any way? This news. No, I think that would probably be a good question to ask Wick. I think Wick probably has more interaction with David Stern um, than the rest of the basketball operations staff or coaches do. I think that uh, things won't change from my behalf. Um, I deal more with Adam Silver and, and with Joel Littman and Stu Jackson and, the, and that group of guys anyway. And, uh, I mean, I see David a few times a year and, and we exchange pleasantries, but um, other than that, I don't have much contact with David. All right, one guy you obviously felt could be an important piece to this team because you gave him an awful lot of money is Jeff Green, and we know what he's coming off of, and we also saw him in the preseason. I thought he was terrific. I mean, he might have been your best player during the preseason, and yet the other night watching him, I don't know whether you know the first game jitters, I don't know, you know, you know the kid, I, I don't know him, that maybe he looked at what he had to go through the past year, passive. It looked very similar to what we saw in that first half year when he was here. Now, it's only one game, but 
what do you see in him, and what happened from the preseason to what we saw the other night? Well, the preseason is different in that, you know, you're running stuff for Jeff. You're trying to get Jeff involved, and you're putting him in positions and calling plays. I think the other night, you know, it's uh, regular season. Rondo's on the court for 44 minutes. Paul plays a lot of minutes. KG plays a lot of minutes. And I, I think that there's just not enough balls to go around sometimes, especially with bench players. And I think that you're going to see that with Jeff Green, Jason Terry, Courtney Lee, Jared Sollinger, Brandon Bass. I mean, those guys are our secondary players or off-the-ball players. And I think that we need two, maybe three of those guys to have really good games every night, but not all of them can. Jeff had a tough matchup the other night. We were playing him strictly at the four. We didn't really have any matchup advantages for him like he had in the, in the uh, preseason, and we weren't trying to exploit those matchups because LeBron was playing most of the game the first three quarters anyway when Jeff was on the court. So I, I just think it's one game. Um, I didn't think he was tentative. I think he went to the hole strong twice. Didn't finish. Out, didn't finish. Didn't finish shot four no he didn't finish but shot four free throws he missed a couple of shots that he had made um you know those driving right hand lanes that just you know that just didn't go in but I, I wouldn't read anything into that all right well based on that then are you a little bit concerned based on the role you just uh, gave him because i don't think terry's going to have a problem coming off the bench because that's the role he's been in in, in the past here but, right, but, J- but Jason didn't have a particularly good game either. Uh, yeah, I didn't ask you about him, but that's okay. I, I, that, I, I'm, I'm bringing up Jeff Green in that you need him, I would think, to have a really big year. Are you concerned a little bit in that, and I understand it, you can't get into the flow of the game. If you're playing 38 minutes during the course of the game and you're part of the regular rotation, you get into the game and you develop your offense. Are you a little bit concerned that if it is – up and down minutes in different portions of the game, that that he doesn't embrace that necessarily. No, Jeff will embrace it. Listen, look, we we saw a guy the other night get traded, uh, Harden. Okay, he goes and plays. Now he's the man. He's been a bench player for Oklahoma City, and he's had a good good season. He had a really bad playoffs last year, but you know he comes out in the first game when he's in a different role and he scores thirty seven. Jeff Green was our best player in training camp because he played more minutes than anybody else in training camp. He was in a rhythm. He was in a groove. What I'm saying is is that sometimes bench players don't, but even starters on our team, because we have such a deep bench, sometimes our starters won't. Not everybody will get in a groove because you can't get more than seven players in that type of a rhythm. I think Jeff's going to have a fantastic year. I'm not worried about him at all, but I'm not. but I don't base it on – the same things that you're basing it on. When I saw Jeff Green play in the playoffs when we first got him in, he had two excellent games in the Miami series and two not-so-good games. I think that it all depends on what expectations are. Yeah, but that's the, that's that's, a, that's exactly why I'm asking. But, but expectations change, Glenn, from game to game sometimes based on matchups and how a player is being utilized. That's not going to change with Paul. Well, it does change with Paul even. I mean, Paul is our best offensive player, so he's going to be the most consistent of everybody, and Rondo's going to get the ball in his hands more than anybody else, so he's going to be the next most consistent of anybody. And KG is, you know, a jump shooter and our post, uh, our best post-up player, so he's going to be more consistent. I think that what I'm saying is we have 10 guys to fill in those other roles, and you're going to see some ups and downs in all of them. Hey, Danny, let me translate for you. This is This is very simple. If you ask Glenn, Who's the better player, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 
or Kendrick Perkins. Stop it. <laughs> he might, <laughs> Stop. It. He might say he might say Kendrick or he same, might, same guy. He might say it's close. So this is this is all about uh, his his love for for Kendrick Olajuwon Jabbar. No, I think based on what Danny's telling us, you know, Jeff Green is going to be a terrific player when he gets substantial minutes, but you need him, I think, to come off that bench and give you some nights 23, 24 minutes where you get an awful lot of production out of him. I and, think he yeah. will. Okay. Yeah, I, think that, right. I think you're going to see that. Right. Uh, let, let me ask you a question about a guy who probably is not going to be in the rotation uh, much, and that's Fab Mello. People always ask about Fab. They asked about Fab before he became a Celtic, and people would call up, hey, the Celtics should get Fab. What's the plan for him this year? I imagine D-League and just let him learn the game more. Is that it? Yeah, so we like we like what we've seen in Fab so far in practice. And uh, in September, when he was here before the season, Fab puts in his work. Uh, he's working hard in the weight room. We need to get him stronger. And Fab is a late bloomer in basketball. He he took up the game late, and he's got a lot to learn about the game itself. He has good athletic instincts, and but he does need to learn about execution, both offensively and defensively. We've gotten we have a couple coaches working with him full time. We hope to get him. Meaning that means we'll we'll stay healthy all year. But we're, we hope to get Fab to Portland, Maine, and to play, get a lot of playing time this year and a lot of individual instruction. And uh, we see him as a guy that uh, could be uh, a contributing center, even a starting center in this league at some point in his career. All right, one final question: the flagrant foul called against Rajon Rondo. Uh, Wade called it a punk move. Punk move? I don't think so. No, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, a, Wade got by Rondo and he grabbed him to foul him to prevent the lay-in. And you know, sometimes it get, you get yourself in ugly positions. I don't think he meant to grab him around the neck. It just happens that it happened that way. All right, Danny. Looking forward to an exciting season, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. All right, guys. Thanks. See you All later, Danny. Danny Ainge, president of basketball operations of the Boston Celtics. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.